Now on the 11th day of Sivan uh, is the wedding date of the oldest uh, daughter of the previous Rebbe to Rebbe Shmaryo Gorari. Uh, that was on the 11th day of Sivan in the, Yud, in the year Tafresh Pei Aleph. It's interesting that the youngest sister got married on the 10th day of Sivan, a day earlier, though, 11 years later. Yeah. 11 years later, but this was 11 years earlier, the oldest daughter, and the Rebbe got, Rebbe got married in between. The Rebbe got married on the 14th day of Kislev, on the 14th, but this was on the 11th day of Sivan with the uh, Rebbe Rashag. Now, Rabbi Gerari, I mean, we had, uh, you know, uh, the privilege to know him because he was sitting um, right next to the Rebbe by the, all the Rebbe's gatherings. Now the Rabbi Gerari, you know, we spoke about it. He he was the older son-in-law, and the Rebbe was the second son-in-law. But of course, you know, he didn't come to the level of the, of the Rebbe. So the after the passing of the previous Rebbe, the Rebbe became Rebbe. And since that time, unfortunately, his son, Rabbi Gerari, he had an only son who again didn't have any any uh, biological children, uh, he never came to terms with that, that his father, who was the older son-in-law, uh, did not uh, you know, become the leader after the passing of his grandfather. So he sort of moved away from Chabad. But his father himself, Rabbi Gerari himself, the, Rebbe's, uh, the previous Rebbe's older son-in-law, he accepted the Rebbe as the Rebbe. He really accepted and he was totally... Uh, subjugated himself and became a, like a chassid, a club of the uh, um, you know, somebody you can count on. You know, he because he was always sitting by the rebbe and always um, uh, doing uh, and, 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 and and you know in a, in a way of the greatest respect for the rebbe. The actual the previous rebbe during his lifetime already uh, he had instructed uh, later on for his son-in-laws to sort of give little talks or uh, fabreng, uh, gather with the Hasidim. So the uh, Rabbi Gerari's time was um, was Shudashlishis, the third meal of Shabbos, that was his time. So for years and years and years later on, even after the Rebbe became Rebbe, Rabbi Gerari would do his Sudashlishit and he would have and he would recite a, a mimer, he would recite a Hasidic discourse, so he kept on doing, it's the Rebbe that moved up and did everything else, but he stayed with the privileges and the responsibilities that he was given by the previous Rebbe, he kept it all the time. Also, um, he, um, he was the head of the Labavachi Yeshivas, the central Labavachi Yeshiva, and he would you know, make sure that it's supported financially also. <laughs> He raised lots and lots of money, and he helped the yeshiva, which was the, I guess, the source from where all the Chabad students and the shluchim and everything came, was from the Labavitch yeshiva, and he was responsible. Yeah, he had the one, the main central Labavitch yeshiva, and he, uh, so he was the, um, I guess, the backbone for, for all this throughout his life. Yeah, but he, he didn't get so much involved in the actual day-to-day of the education, but he was mostly 
in charge of the financial to see to it that the people contributed and that he brought in big big bucks, you know, for the yeshiva to continue. Um, the um, also, it's interesting that my father Vashalom was uh, asked after his passing because he didn't have uh, anyone in the shul over there locally to say Kaddish for him. So my father Vashalom used to say Kaddish for him the year during the time after his passing. What? He's buried next to the altar. Yes. Right. He's buried right, right, yeah. You don't think his son was saying Kaddish I'm not sure exactly what was going on over there. That's a separate. But his son had nothing to do with Chabad. He was his own. Uh, he did his own thing. So um, this was from the Chabad's, um, the Chabad's perspective. But here, anyways, this is the uh, invitation. Uh, this is one of the letters, actually, which the previous Rebbe writes about the Shidduch. And he says that on the 11th day of Sivan in Tafresh Pe'alev, uh, was the wedding of my daughter with this very precious young man, Shmar Yohu, the son of Menachem Mendel Gurari. Rebbe says he's a precious young man, he's a scholar, and he knows lots of Hasidus, and he learned on the same order as they learned at Tebchet Mimim, and he's also a businessman, and he has a good name amongst the business people. The uh, wedding took place in the city of Rastov. Uh, Rastov was where they moved after they um, they uh, had to leave over there, the main areas um, um, when the uh, the the uh, the moved to Rastov. That was. Uh, that was after, that, that was actually um, uh, due to the um, problems that they were having. So they, they moved from, from Lubavitch, from the city of Lubavitch, and then they, they moved to Rastov. And the wedding was over there. Then eventually they went to uh, Leningrad, and then, uh, and then eventually they left, uh, they left Russia. Uh, then they moved to Poland, etc., until they came to the United States. Um, the wedding took place in Rostov. The uh, previous Rebbe uh, did all the blessings underneath the chuppah, and it was with a exceptionally meditation with devotion, and it's a long time he said all the brachas under the chuppah. And during the uh, Sheva brachas, uh, there are many uh, talks and many um, um, Hasidic discourses that they... Um, that, that the Rebbe recited during that thing. So that was a special, special occasion. So again, this was, um, this was the first of the three weddings of the, um, of the, that was the oldest daughters. So that was Hannah. Uh, later on, it was uh, the Rebbe's wedding married in, in Tafresh Peites. That was uh, eight years later that the Rebbe got married. And um, um, this was... Uh, and later on, three years later, was was the marriage actually from the youngest daughter, so um, Reb to Shana. Shana, that was the youngest. She got married last, but you know the guy was the youngest. Did they have children? No. Oh, good. You know that didn't die. No, no, there was no, uh, no. So, you know, like we said about you know the Rebbe himself. 
uh, didn't have any biological children, but you know, uh, it is beyond you know um, to say the rabbis we're all the rabbis' children in a sense. Uh, we're all impacted. Um, it's uh, in this week's parsha we read. It says uh, these are the children. It says of Aaron and Moshe, Moshe and Aaron. But it only talks about Aaron's children. It doesn't talk about Moshe's children. So Rashi comments and says, why are they called Moshe's children if they're only Aaron's children? And Rashi says, because if you teach a son of your friend, you teach him Torah, it's as if you gave birth to him. So they're called your children too. So uh, when you teach somebody Torah, then you sort of give birth to them, and again, in a spiritual sense. And by the Rebbe, I mean, he's taught Torah and given us to everybody, so we're all, so we're all of his children.